0: yo 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 what's good everybody welcome back um i'm feeling a lot better today so good morning to everybody um as the title implies google io 2021 it's virtual this year it's may 18th thankfully it's going down it's happening it is happening and so i'm just talk a little bit about google io 2021 i am excited for it um also, uh, LG and its commitment to um, to its consumers regarding their mobile phones, even though their mobile phone division shut down. So that's a little something to kind of talk about here. Um, anyways, yeah, first shout out to the channel members. Thanks to the channel members for being members of the channel. And you guys know what's up. Um, just to give you guys a heads up, so the members only... Uh, live stream will be tomorrow Um, so yeah be looking forward to that and uh, yeah so I did a heads up on that and everything Uh, I don't know what's happening this weekend if I'm going to be doing any live streams this weekend I don't want to say no I'm not going to and then I end up doing it because this is like an addiction (laughs) Um, as much as like sometimes I should probably take a break and rest I end up coming back on here to live stream with everybody and just chill chat talk whatever um so yeah all right let's lead in into the the first thing i want to talk about here which is uh lg and its mobile division giving a guarantee to uh mobile phone users three years of software support even though their mobile division is gone they're no longer making smartphones there will not be an lg phone released this year And I think that's kind of cool that they're going to go ahead and go out of their way to continue software support. Um, Literally, they don't have to. They can easily just say that, you know, there's no phones coming out this year and the last software support will be at the end of this year. And yeah, so uh, while some people may think, okay, that's the writing on the wall that maybe the petition is working, maybe LG is reconsidering. I don't know about that. I don't want to jump the gun and say, yeah, they are reconsidering. And so, you know, we can expect uh, LG to come back out of nowhere. It's not a, a ongoing April Fool's joke. <laughs> uh, but I still think it's actually kind of cool. It is cool that they are going to, uh, you know, continue support for mobile phones. I think, I think that's something that's uh, much needed uh for those people who still want to hold on to their lg devices those i got the the lg wing those that have you know the g8 the g8x those that have the lg velvet uh even i don't know if this pertains to the mid-rangers like the like the k-series uh i don't want to i don't want to jump the gun and tell people like yeah your lg k-series device is going to be supported for three years you know and then that's not even the case i don't even know if that applies to the lg stylo 6 um So, yeah, just know that, you know, at least with like the Velvet and with the LG Wing, at least know that those will be supported for the next three years. At least that, Um, which is good, which is good. Uh, Now, when they say software support, I don't believe that they're going to push out Android 12 or anything like that. What I mean by them, software support for the next three years, more than likely just security patch updates. So keeping it uh, secure. If there's any vulnerabilities that's discovered in you know in Android 11, um, they'll be patching those, and then, you know, well they'll be using what you know Google patched with their software update and apply that uh, to LG devices. So at least you guys can be expecting that to have um, some 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 form of security. You know, it's always good. It's always good to uh, uh, have that type of support. So good on LG for giving out that that commitment. That's really. Really solid of them for doing that um, yeah didn't take much long for that so this may be a short live stream today who knows I don't know if I'm if it's gonna stretch an hour however uh, Google io which is uh, the developer conference that's uh, held every spring uh, up until last year last year they didn't they didn't have the event and a lot of people were wondering why because they were like you know they could have they could have easily gone virtual last year uh, as, as some other, you know, uh, companies did like OnePlus did theirs virtually, uh, Samsung did theirs virtually. So, uh, why not? But, you know, sadly, no IO uh, last year. So 2020, there is no 2020 IO. And, um, of course that, 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 that threw a monkey wrench in everything because uh, you also have to think too, like the pixel 4a had a very unorthodox, uh, release, um we heard nothing really of the pixel 4a so a lot of people were just speculating and saying okay you know google would technically want to release this device and uh, we were just like okay it has to come and you know may of 2020 came no release uh then it was like june of uh, 2020 was supposed to be a release and no release on on that it didn't come till till august what's up gene welcome and good morning to you um so it was just all kinds of weirdness. So at least with this year, we know that there's going to be a, develop, a developers conference with uh, Google I.O. 2021. Um, they've already talked about, you know, basically everything's going to be virtual. So no one has to buy passes to this event. Everything's going to be online. Uh, of course, we're going to get our favorite keynotes. So some of the things that we can expect from I.O. 2021 is for them to actually talk about Android 12 and to show us a little bit more about Android 12. Even though Android 12 right now is is in the developer preview, it's not in beta yet, uh, we should kind of understand like a lot of what they're going to be focusing on with Android 12. What are the major changes? What are the major additions? Those types of things, which we'll kind of talk about more here in a little bit. Uh, we We are expecting a Pixel 5a release on that time as the Pixel 3a released at IO 2019. So we're kind of hoping that they're going to um, continue with that trend of, you know, releasing the Pixel 5a. And uh, how cool would it be if they're with a 5a and a 5a XL? So let me know your guys' thoughts. Um, they'll be talking about that. Uh, the infamous rumored Pixel Buds that are supposed to be the cheaper versions of the Pixel Buds. I hate using the word cheaper, so let me just scratch that and just say the more affordable Pixel Buds. Um, that's what uh you know to to expect i know gene you ask this question a lot but devices that have not got android 11 update are not going to get pushed to android 12. so there i mean that that's something it's it's inevitable i i talk about this with you a lot and that is uh you know not every device on the android side gets pushed to the latest software update and it depends on the oem themselves if they want to do that or not so um yeah. If if, if it, like it's my rule of thumb, if the device never got uh Android 11, it's not going to get pushed to Android 12, which means that support will only be in security updates and that's about it. Hey, how's it going? So long. Well, what, what will the the 5A price be? Um I'm not sure what the Pixel 5 5 price is going to be. Um But if it's going to have any chance of success, it's going to have to replicate the price range that they did with the Pixel 4a. So we do know that it's going to be 5G capable. I mean, it would be absolutely silly if the Pixel 5a drops and there's only 4G LTE compatibility with that device. Seeing how the Pixel 4a 5G and the Pixel 5 both have 5G access, it would be completely odd for them to... um, Make it an LTE model only, and then it would be even more ridiculous to have a five A and then a five A five G. OnePlus puts Android eleven when you when you buy the phone, it's already there. Yeah. Well, I mean a lot. Like, so I'm trying to I'm trying to understand your statement there because you said OnePlus puts Android eleven when you buy the phone, it's already there uh, on the nine series. Yeah, because that's the latest that's the latest phone they're releasing it's it okay so the way that it works is that any man any manufacturer that puts out a brand new phone a brand new model of a specific series that they have of course they're going to give it the latest version of android that's just where it's going to go um so with that being said you know like let's say the, the one the, the one plus 10 when that releases that will more than likely have android 12 preloaded. or if it releases around the time that android 13 comes out it's going to have android 13 um but older devices that have not been updated to Android 11 is not going to get it updated to Android 12. That's just per the OEM's decision. Let's see. Uh, the, their 4a, the, the 4a was more successful than the pixel five, right? Um, I would say judging by, from what I've seen, uh, that statement pretty much is true. The 4a was more of a success than the pixel five was. Um, and that's why the, the pixel 5a would have to in order to have that same success would have to replicate exactly what they've been doing with with the pixel a series and that is bringing you majority of the pixel features in a smartphone that's affordable so mid-range price um budget budget price basically that's that's where they would have to go with it um the biggest mistake that that uh, the g company would do is to try to build the 5A in a more premium aspect and then charge a higher price because then that would completely just kill off everybody's interest in it. The A-Series was more good in the fact that it was budget option, okay? So anybody that was like, yeah, I'll give a a Pixel phone a shot, but I don't wanna spend close to $1,000 on it could easily opt in for the A-Series device And know that just about everything that the flagship model has, they're getting the down from what we've seen in the last two iterations of the A-Series. The only thing missing with these devices is an IP certification for dust and water resistance and wireless charging. Other than that, um, pretty much the software experience is going to be mirroring. The uh, performance is going to be kind of close. Uh, because well, I mean, pretty much really close because uh, optimization for Android on Pixel phones is really outstanding. So you, you have to factor that in. So you're not really missing anything except for IP certification and, uh, w- and and wireless charging. Um, that's actually what separated uh, what, what separated the Pixel 4A and the Pixel 5. Really was just that. I mean, if you kind of like move out a lot of the outside noise, it was just that. It was just basically the IP certification and the dust and water resistance on that and then wireless charging. Um, uh, so some people speculate that with the Pixel 5a, they actually will introduce wireless charging. And that wouldn't be a bad move for them to do that for it for like two iterations of not having wireless charging and wireless charging basically becoming the normality of charging nowadays. More and more people are invested in wireless charging at least here in my city, most places that I go to, the uh, they have, like, charge stations. And some of the things they have in the charge stations besides lightning cables and Type-C uh, cables is they have wireless charging pads where you can just rest your phone down and just kind of stand there and let your phone charge up. But obviously, um, some of, these, some of these, uh, these charging stations, like at a Starbucks, you know, here in downtown Phoenix and everything... Uh, it's like, I think the, the highest I've seen was like an 18 watt fast uh, fast wireless charging and that's about it. Other than that, I haven't seen it really go like anything higher, like 30 watts or anything like that. So, um, But bringing wireless charging to a Pixel 5a, that actually wouldn't be a, a bad idea to go. But it wouldn't be upsetting if the 5a still kind of yielded the same as the 4a and the 3a. It wouldn't be that big of a problem in my opinion. Because at the end of the day, when people buy Pixel phones, they don't buy it for wireless charging. And they really don't buy it for water resistance. They buy it for the actual Pixel experience, which is Android, stock Android, optimized, you know, tremendously well. And the cameras, which are given to the A-series. So, like, if you look at the most recent releases of Pixels, right? The 5, the 4A 5G, and the 4A. The, 4, the 4A, the 4A 5G, and the 5 have the same main camera sensor. The only difference is, is that with the 4A 5G and the 5, they brought in the uh, the ultra-wide-angle sensor, which I believe was like 16 megapixels. So that would be the only difference from those two devices, from the youngest, or not the youngest, but from the Baby Brother device, the Pixel 4A. Um, so, Yeah yeah and a headphone jack you are absolutely right on that and a headphone jack they continue and 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 it would make sense for them to continue to push that and keep the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack um like i said if they made any small changes to try and in hopes modernizing the pixel 5a like say they decide that this year they're not going to put in a headphone jack that would absolutely like halt sales Right, and, and, and the G company need as much sales as they can get they are shadowed by companies such as Samsung and um, uh, Huawei and all these other devices for that sole reason you know the A series kind of brought them in the spotlight you know, they tried with their flagships the flagships were okay but the A series is really what kind of brought them in so um, I would say if they do anything other than what we expect from the 5A, which is bringing us everything that the 6 will have, minus a few heavy features, and, um, you know, minus water, you know, water resistance, dust resistance, and wireless charging, you know, they just give us the package that we are already expecting. I think people will be okay with upgrading from the 4A to the 5A. Even though... To me, personally, I would just go with the 4A 5G because, it, you know, if, if the pricing is going to be close to what the 4A 5G is, you know, why not go with the, uh, the 4A 5G? Because literally, I mean, the 5A's rumored specs, it's almost similar to the 4A 5G. Um, so we'll see. I hope the Pixel 6 has a, has a new hardware design. I don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna yield a new like like a hardware refresh i don't know if they're gonna do that g thank you so much for the super sticker man really appreciate it thank you so much man um i don't i don't know if they're gonna do a design refresh like that uh it, it may maintain the same um uh, you know the same design language as the pixel 5 and the pixel 4a so like the front display obviously going for that all screen display uh with um With the uh, hole punch design, now apparently with the Pixel Six, they're supposed to be, you know, uh, hiding the uh, camera um, behind the display, so it's only visible when you're actually activating the selfie cam. And people were wondering, like, how would that work, and how would that look like? And then, you know, the other day, I I'd seen the technology in the car. So, like, you know, most cars today have um, a reverse camera, and usually it's it's in the it's in the display on the dash that shows uh you know what the camera in the back is showing however the uh, vehicle that was test driven the actual display for the rear camera and for the reverse camera in the vehicle was actually in the rear view mirror so you have this mirror and you would not even know there was a display in it until you put the car in reverse and all of a sudden this big old square part of the rearview mirror just displayed what was behind us like in video and so if they can do that where they can hide a display behind a mirror they should be able to mask and hide a small camera sensor under the display that only will show when you activate the camera but other than that imagery on the display will kind of overshadow and you would have to like stare really hard where the camera sensors at in order to kind of see it so uh, i mean that that's rumored for the pixel 6 but that doesn't necessarily mean that's exactly what's going to happen it could still go with just the whole punch display as they did with the pixel 5 4a 5g and 4a so I mean, that's uh that that's a possibility of what could happen um but at least we know that uh, the uh, GS101 chip that's, that was being developed by Google with the help of Samsung is going to be in the Pixel 6. So we got that confirmed. A lot of people thought that they were actually going to be uh, converting to the 700 series chip. And I think the confusion with that is, is because the Pixel 5a will have a Qualcomm chip. So if anyone that was thinking that maybe the Pixel 5a would get the GS101 chip, uh, I would hate to inform you, but no, it will be rocking a qualcomm chip it's a 700 series chip um not entirely sure exactly what what chip it is um let me look at it real quick and again let me do the search here and this search is being brought to you by los mobile (laughs) i'm just doing some cheesy advertising for for carlos but yeah los mobile is actually pretty good and again it's at&t and at&t runs well in my city so um I can't type today but okay this was updated about five days ago from Tom's guide let me see what they say oh yeah they're talking about it should be priced at sub $400 if it's going to be successful oh yeah that's an interesting thing too so I'll probably talk about that here in a little bit uh yeah, they're expecting uh, a May release. Oh, apparently, so, so this is actually from, from John Prosser from uh, Front Page Tech, actually stating that the. Uh, so they may announce the Google Pixel 5a at um, I.O. 2021, but uh, we'll more than likely have a June 11th launch. That's kind of weird. They should just launch it on May 18th this year uh i'm trying to see so this is what they're guesstimating on pricing they're expecting so like everyone's predictions for the 5a pricing is sub 400 so they're thinking like 349 again probably for it um mm-hmm. design yep following that specifications okay so this is the rumored specifications for the pixel 5a well what they're thinking that it's going to be so the 5a is expected to feature a 6.2 inch oled display with full hd resolution uh the same size as a screen on the pixel 4a 5g so 6.2 inches like it's you know, just, po- just 0.1 above so yeah 6.2 inch display um so, the, the uh, dimensions of the device is, is 6 point, uh, 6.1 by 2.9 by 0.3 inches. Yeah, so it'd be the same size as, a, as a, the 4A5G. But that's just like, yeah, I'm trying to see where is. Uh, they're talking about the cameras. Oh, they're thinking the camera's going to be the same. Which, you know, more than likely will be that case because uh, the, the camera sensor refresh would be on the Pixel 6 so the Pixel 5a would probably still use the same sensors as the 5, 4A, 4, 4A, 4, 5G 3, 3XL um, 4, 4XL and yeah, what's up baby Yoda how's it going man uh, I'm trying to see here, okay, oh okay so, uh, what's that alright, so they're, they're, they're thinking that it's going to be the uh, Snapdragon 732 wait a minute here Yeah, it's supposed to have a faster performance. So the 732 is supposed to be 15% more faster than the 730, but the 732 doesn't have a 5G modem. Okay, so what chip do you guys think it's going to have? I don't tell me everyone's expecting this thing to have the Snapdragon 690. That's the same chip that's in the the uh, Nord N10. All right, so they're thinking if it's going to have five G, it's going to have the six ninety, or if it's not five G supported, then it will have the seven thirty two. I don't know. Put the seven sixty five G in that one, or the, the seven sixty eight. That's in my opinion, but anyways, yeah. So I think that's that's just some of the rumored specs for the for the uh, Pixel five A, which I am I am going to assume that at I O twenty twenty one they will be. Um, We'll get a peek at what the Pixel 5a is. The Pixel 5a is very controversial, so um, I am going to do a video talking about that and just, uh, again, just kind of reiterating, because I I did talk about it in the past live stream, and I'm just going to kind of bring the subject up again. Honestly, I feel like that we really don't need a 5a this year. Some people are going to be shocked to hear me say that. The, The only way that I would support having a Pixel 5a this year is if it's going to bring something a bit more... Than what it's currently rumored to offer right now because like I said, your best bet is just getting the 4A 5G and that should be cheaper by the time the 5A is ready to roll out so why not, you know um anyways, let's shift tracks a little bit here, right, so we talked about Pixel 5A, um there's this rumor about the uh, cheaper or, you know, more affordable Pixel Buds um it was Metalhead 555 that, that asked me about that. I think it was yesterday. So um, Let's see what we got on it. It's going be kind of interesting now. Okay. So according to 95 Google, the new wireless earbuds will be called the Google Pixel Buds A. And will launch mid-2021, rather than as part of the made-by-Google hardware launch we're expecting later in the year. So, what, what are they going to do? This is where it's actually really weird now. So, there's going to be a Pixel Buds A. Y'all think, uh, and, and, and even the replay crew, comment on this. Do you guys think that they may be doing something as to the effect of releasing the Pixel 5a in June so they can release it? simultaneously with the pixel buds a and then have like like a pixel a like you know bundle like some sort of deal buy the pixel 5a yada 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 and you can get pixel bud a with it you know type thing because yeah i wouldn't find that to be very off-putting only because those who ordered the one plus nine or one plus one plus nine pro ended up getting a free pair of the new uh, one plus wireless earbuds yeah, I don't know if you guys saw Carlos's unboxing of the OnePlus Nine Pro, but if you did, then you would have seen that he got the uh, limited edition um, of the uh, the wireless buds. What's up, bro? How's it going? <laughs> Y'all yeah, shout out my little brother, and if you guys are if you guys watch stuff on Twitch, um, follow him on Twitch. You guys watch his live gameplay. But I'm thinking so. Pixel Buds A obviously is going to be. The more affordable form than the regular Pixel Buds. Now, this was like $179 for this. And of course, you know, the material and everything it's built out of it is, is pretty solid. Of course, casing is wireless charging. So I wonder what sets the uh, Pixel Buds A to be more affordable and what the pricing is going to be. So uh, let's see if they have anything else on this. That talks a little bit about the uh, pricing of the original Pixel Buds, but yeah, so they claim the Pixel Buds A will be a darker forest green color than the quite mint. Why not have multiple colors? Some people probably don't like dark forest green. I mean, I'm just saying <laughs> uh, the color shading would encompass the gadget as well as the whole case. Yeah, because the case looks the same. It has it's the same 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 taste also apparently come with touch controls for adjusting your mic playback Google assistant yeah it's gonna keep that same touch display but hmm I don't know they don't have they don't have too much on this thing but Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to. We'll have to see what happens with this later on. We'll just have to look at it later on. But what I'm thinking here is that if they're going to release the Pixel 5A in June June 11th, 2021, which is considered uh, mid-year, then that would that would correlate with the Pixel Buds A. So you could end up having some sort of like like Pixel A series combo, and I think that actually be pretty cool because the, the Pixel Buds are. They're okay. I mean, their idea behind this, phenomenal. But a few things that people need to know about this. Apparently, they were marketed to people to say that you can have this connected to your, your device and be an entire football field length away and still maintain connection. That's not true. Okay, I've got half a football field length, and it started to get buggy and drop. But it also depends the type of antenna that they use in this, which is probably not the best idea. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm actually simulcasting to Twitch right now, that's how my brother's watching. or if he's still watching. Uh, I'll put I'll put my, my username. Well, actually, yeah. I think I got it right. Yeah, so that is uh, that is a, oh there. Yeah, that's a Twitch username. Actually, you'll see it here because since I commented. Yeah, that is my uh, Twitch account. Um, I really haven't like done any gameplay on that account, but that's okay though. Yeah, no problem, Yoda. No problem at all. Um, but yeah, that would actually be cool to see combination Pixel Five A Pixel Buds A, and they didn't say anything about pricing. But to me, to market. These pixel buds, I would say the pricing on that should literally be maybe like fifty-nine ninety nine or less. That's just me. Right? If it wants to be competitive, because you got one plus gearbuds that um are 49.99, I think, you know, and, and and, they sound pretty good. But then you also have to consider like the other competition out there, like Skull Candy, which I mean, you know, audio is their forte. You know, they're dropping all kinds of wireless um uh, wireless earbuds i mean you have the indie evos which i have and uh they sound pretty good right so you have the indie evos right here um they have the setch evos which sound pretty good too i mean they're not the greatest at least in my opinion but they sound pretty good too and then uh the ones that i'm aiming to try and get here in the next week is uh the skull candy dimes which are supposed to be 25 dollar wireless like true wireless earbuds but there's uh, according to reviews they they don't sound like 25 five dollar earbuds they sound phenomenally good bass clarity punchiness uh and comfortability are some of the things that it's judged on and so i want to get me a pair and try them out and i'll be doing a review on that so um, you got to think about that. And then JVC has a true wireless gummy, which I recommend to a lot of people. They were 30 bucks for them at Best Buy. But the audio quality is really good. And then, of course, if you're pairing it with your phone and uh, to say like you're using it for phone calls or if you're live streaming and you have them in your ear, the microphone is actually pretty good on them, too. So Pixel Buds has a lot of competition if they have not realized it. their their competition is not just apple airpods but yeah and then of course with google showing signs of interest in uh audio wireless technology means that some people are going to be looking to them to come out with over the ear headphones that are wireless like how you know apple has theirs so that's some of the things that uh you know uh Google could be setting themselves up for and probably having to follow through if they're going to want to capitalize on anything that is going to bring the Pixel lineup to people's ears to know what Pixels are. Because that is the problem with the Pixel lineup. There's not much out there. I mean, Google just recently started doing ads in the last year for their Pixel products. They took out a billboard to compete, to, get, you know, to like kind of like go after Apple when the Pixel 3a came out. But that was a billboard. Now we have commercials. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. There's a lot of potential there. Google just can't screw this up. They just cannot screw this up. If they, if they, if they botch this really bad, it, it's going to detrimental to the Pixel lineup. Let me just say that. So if they need to. They're walking on eggshells. They need to tread lightly. If they're going to make the Pixel line anything recognizable in the standards of what an iPhone is okay and for anyone out there that's going to to uh, to challenge my perception of it let me just tell you guys I am a pixel fanboy all right so Google pixel phones is my forte people can tell me that it's got a bad battery got bad cameras or whatever and those are subjective just like my opinions are subjective when it comes to the pixel but that's okay because I'm the one using the phone and I'm the one that prefers to use the phone so it doesn't really hurt anybody else out there. But besides me being a fanboy of the Google Pixels, I also will call them out on the things that I think that consumers need to know. And um, yeah, so there we have it. Um, Other things to expect at Google I.O. 2021, obviously they're going to show us more of Android 12. And that is something that I'm really interested in. Really interested in Android 12 what changes that they're doing. I've talked about this before and some of the main changes in Android 12 that, you know, I'm really expecting for that, you know, like we already know that's coming that I'm actually happy that it is coming to Android is uh, notifications of when camera is activated and when microphone is activated as well as giving you a detailed like timing of what app um, activated the camera or microphone and how long it did and how long ago it did. So that's one nifty feature, especially in today with cybersecurity and people's um, you know, perception of cybersecurity and what's going on. Most people tape they put a tape over their webcam on their laptops, their Chromebooks, their their MacBooks, um, you know, just in fear that, you know, a hacker can get in and actually turn on your camera without the indicator light coming on and actually watch and be able to activate the microphone and listen without anybody knowing that somebody's listening on there. So That has actually trickled its way down to smartphone technology, and people kind of worried that, okay, you know what, you know, something is listening. Now I can tell you on the Android side, if you haven't disabled it, then Google Assistant is always listening. It will always listen, and it is known that uh, as it's actively listening, it is logging information. So this is one of the biggest complaints that consumers have had with Google, and there's a back and forth on it, and possibly a class action lawsuit in the works um however there is a way to turn it off and i think that's the reason why the case for a class action lawsuit has slowed down since i first heard wind about it which was uh last year 2020 i heard wind about it and haven't heard anything else go further but that is because um there is a way to disable it and you as a consumer should know how to disable it or could even ask google support to help you disable it real quick on a side note shout out to big john tech review he just dropped a video my channel come back and temporary setup so uh after this live stream if you guys want head over to his channel check out his video subscribe to him if you have not subscribed to him he's a big shout out to big john tech reviews um yeah i just i had a notification pop up on my pixel book so i'm just like hey what up you know let let me uh let me share that with you anyways So at Android 12, uh, we are getting the ability to see what apps is activating the camera on the phone with a selfie or main cam, and if it's activating the microphone, and if it's currently active, or how long ago was active and what app was using it. It gives you an idea of who's actually using it, and it lets you know that it was being used. What's up, Coffee? Good morning to you, or good afternoon, sir. Welcome to the live stream. Um so that is one of the things with Android 12 that I'm actually you know, actually excited for. I actually think this is going this is going to be great for Android users. Uh, just to give people that peace of mind to know what is, you know, actually using the camera and using the microphone, you have an idea. Um, of course, a lot of people are like, The UI looks different. It looks like one UI, but that's from, like, you know, the screenshots that we've seen leaked about Android 12. And uh, from what I've read up so far with Android 12, the the customization as far as, like, personalizing it, um, yeah, I I glanced at it this morning. You You sent it to me while I was asleep and I have this bad habit where, like, I'm half asleep. I pick it up to look and put my phone back down. Um, I seen it was about battery life. If you want to explain more about it, go ahead and and fill that in here. Um, But anyways, yeah. So uh, the leaked screenshots shows um, this, you know, like uh, it does very look like a One UI type of uh, user interface. Uh, But Android 12 is actually allowing people to customize it far beyond that. I guess that was like you know what they wanted to lead with as far as like hey look at the new u- user interface refresh we've done and customization to it and they they showed that as a demo but you'll be able to do more uh, with it of course obviously dark mode is still present in Android 12 so I mean you know what we've seen the leak of that was uh, a link of, um, of of the user interface without dark mode on uh, oh hold on. My battery just sucks, crazy. It's probably dead, although my phone says it's healthy. Wow. Get it serviced, man. If you if you have a place there to get it serviced, I would definitely do it. Arizona green tea is the nectar that flows from the godlike streams and rivers. It's my favorite drink. Um, but yeah, so With Android 12, it's supposed to be more customizable. You're supposed to be able to change up more about uh, the user interface. You're supposed to be able to to do more with it. And I think that's great. Um, It eliminates having to install third-party launchers. Most people today are just kind of like, they're kind of over the third-party launcher type things. There's some people that still use them and there's nothing wrong with that. Some people still like using Noble Launcher or Action Launcher. Um, There's just so many different ones on the Play Store, but uh, more people are, are just kind of like set it and forget it mode so they'll rather just you know turn their phone on and just use it and just use it as is they're not really going to get heavy into customizing their uh their smartphone to that degree however if it's natively built in into the phone um oh this is just the background music so what it is actually it's uh, I, I i uh youtube searched um non-copyrighted um, like synth music and so it's like a playlist of different stuff uh, you're the second person who told me that this specific music right now like this segment uh, was really nice uh, Caleb liked it too he says it sounds more like ambient music to put you to sleep and relax you so I like playing this just to kind of liven up the live stream so it's not really dead in the background besides just of my voice so I just figured this will kind of spice things up if you wanna know the secret to it, I showed people this, cause people ask me, how do you have this music playing in the background? And literally I have the, you know, my uh, window, the foreground right now, but if I was to set it in the normal, it's actually uh, a video. Since it's not copyrighted music, I downloaded the video and then um, I just have it playing in the background. And that's that's how the music is there. Um, but anyways, yeah. So Android 12 customizations, obviously, is supposed to be in there for those people, so you don't have to download a third-party launcher. I think that's great. People would rather, you know, be finicky with their with what's already prevalent on the device rather than having to go download something, download something else, and then try to mess with that. Um, and that's what we know for the for the major things of Android 12. And so right now, I've kind of halted my research on it to um, that way I can have the shock factor at. I.O. 2021 because I am going to watch the live stream Uh, I.O. 2021 is going to be virtual so they're not going to have any developers or any press pass, not press but press people there Um, or they might but they might just have a select few but they're not going to allow a lot of people in so it's a virtual event and um, they're like it's free, they're not going to charge anybody access to I.O. as they normally do if you wanted to go and attend the event in person I think it was like $7,000 uh for a pass to get in i don't know if that's changed that's like the pricing that it was when i tried to go to io 2018 or 2017 uh it was quite a bit so i was like i passed on that um it's kind of expensive to get into the developer conference it's like a three-day event uh, when they had their events and it was really cool um of course you got some pretty cool stuff there you know what i mean like i mean it, like in in IO twenty nineteen, those who attended there when they did the big unveiling for the Pixel three A, everybody that was at the event that that attended the keynote got a Pixel three A, and they got the exclusive color, the purple ish. Um, which I mean, I have mine here. I just I have to take it to a place called You Break I Fix because the display went out. So originally, uh, I. The phone was given to my sister-in-law to use because she didn't have a phone and she cracked the screen so we took it to you break i fix which is a certified repair company for google pixel phones they replaced the display i think back in january and uh in march the display started to get finicky she told us about it and then the display just went completely out and so we were going to take it back to get fixed but then she ended up buying herself another phone so she gave the phone back to me so i'm going to take it back to them and see if they can find out why the display went out of course that's gonna cost money but um yeah i'll eventually get it fixed but yeah the purplish color is what they gave people at io 2019 and um yeah, when you go to IO, you get some pretty cool stuff. Like uh, Chris Chavez went to IO, I think back in 2012 or somewhere around there, and they they ended up getting tablets and they got like HTC devices because they went to cause like HTC, Samsung. They were all they were all there back in the day. You know what I mean? Like like IO was kind of like CES, but not really. I mean, more more goal focused on on Google, Android, and stuff like that. And because back then you had the Nexus lineup, so like HCC, Motorola, Samsung, they were always invited to to attend and and, and help host the I/O event. Uh, but now they don't really do that anymore. Now it's mostly Google. And um, yeah, so with Android 12, I'm I'm gonna be I want to I want I want to be shocked by Android 12 and some of the things it's going to bring, and hopefully they they bring synchronization of notifications. I'm going to call it that. And what I mean by that is I've been asking for this in Android for the longest time. The thing that annoys me the most is that I can have my Pixel 5 and get my, my daily notifications from, from my different social platforms that I'm on. What irks the hell out of me is like I can go grab my Pixel 4 out of my closet, power it on, since it's been off for like a week. And those same notifications that I've already gotten on my Pixel 5 that I've already checked, I've already dismissed, will end up going to that phone. And I would love for them to, in notification settings, to put a way for you to actually allow that in case you do wanna get like a reminder. Cause sometimes you may be like, oh, I got a notification from so-and-so, but it's been dismissed and you're like, wait a minute, you turn on your old Android phone and that notification pops up and you can click it and get directly back to where you were looking at to show somebody. That's where it becomes handy. But I don't want it on all the time. And so there should be a way for us to disable that. So when I turn on any of my other Android devices that's logged into the same Google account, I'm not getting the same notifications I've already dismissed and checked, you know? And I've been asking for that for years and it hasn't happened. And if people are like, go to Google and tell them, I have, you know, as, as far as like, you know, with the Google chat forums, that deals with like services i'm actually you know, i'm actively on there and um and, and helping people with uh, android or google or pixel phones or whatever you know and i have made these suggestions to to google m- on multiple occasions and the next iteration of android it's not in there and so now i know how chris Perillo feels his struggles when he was proactively trying to tell apple some of the bugs and things he found in ios 7 and well in ios while he was using iPhones, and they've never addressed that issue in the next versions of ios that you know it it drove him away because he used to i don't know if chris perola would like this but he used to be an apple fanboy he's not anymore and he won't ever go back to ios and um you know, he's very critical with his devices, but of course, in, by by rights, he has every right to be, since he's spending money out of his pocket for a phone, it needs to perform how he wants it to, or he's just going to send it back. Which I think is funny, too, when people kind of get judgmental, and like, they like try to tell people what to do with their money, like, you know what, if the phone is what you like, and you don't like what I'm saying about it, then one, you don't have to watch my videos on it, and two, you can buy the phone and use it for yourself. <laughs> Yo, what's up, Cody? What's going on, man? Welcome in um so that, that that's that's this crazy thing dude blocked you on youtube who oh, chris perillo um uh, let me know was it, if it was chris perillo that blocked you because like i mean i don't know why he would block you like i've been on his live streams I've, I've i've posted things um Sometimes, you know... uh, Getting ready for work, unfortunately. You remember, Chris? Yeah. Most of his live streams are on Twitch now. He still still posts them to YouTube. And it's mostly he's just doing 3D printing. uh, And Star Wars. Yeah, what did you say to Chris that that got you blocked? Because, like... So like in my time, because I've been following Chris Perillo for years, you know, uh, he's one of the YouTubers that inspired me to do this. Um, and I remember at one point, like he had a live stream a couple of years back. I had said something in there. See, like, you know, Chris Perillo, like embodies uh, the visual context of what a nerd is. <laughs> I mean, people look at him, they can tell he's a nerd. He's a geek. Uh, and sometimes when when you ask something that you know he knows the answer to he can be a bit condescending but i don't ever take issue with that you know only because like i mean it's you know that that's him you know what i mean now if he was to say on that live stream if he was to call me stupid and all this other stuff then yeah of course you know we'd have a totally different conversation but you know when when he can answer a question and he has that you know that confidence that he knows the answer to the question so he kind of like it exudes out of him then yeah totally you know i i you know i wouldn't be offended by that even though some people would be like yo he's a condescending prick like it's it's just him it's just the way he answers you know but one thing about chris Burrow, he beats to his own drum but damn dude i'm sorry that he blocked you man <laughs> honestly so um, I'm going to open up the dialogue here for like the last 10 minutes. We're almost at the one hour mark again. But to close out the whole IL 2021 discussion, let me just say this. Um, Pixel 5a, Pixel Buds A, which is insane that that's actually a thing. Uh, we, we, we can expect to hear something and see something about those. Of course, John Prosser leaked that he, from his sources. June 11th is the release date for the Pixel 5a. So um, that would be like a month after an announcement at IO, which is gonna be May 18th, 2021 is the the first day of IO. We're gonna get some more info on Android 12. Of course, there's other things that happened at the developer conference. They're gonna be talking about Chrome OS, uh, Chromebooks. They're gonna be talking about the different projects that they have. We may get you know, an update on on uh, what's it? Is it Waygo or Waymo? Waymo or Waygo, one of the two. I, I to- it's, it's totally out of my head now because I haven't heard much news about it. But the self, the autonomous self-driving vehicles from Google, we'll get more on those. Um, do you think Google will make another Android tablet or a Chrome tablet? Um, I don't know on that. They've been failures. They have been failures. I mean. The Pixel Book Go is—I'll be honest with people—it's not selling at the projection that um, that Google expected it to, but it is still making sales. But it's a Chromebook, you know what I mean? So if you think about like 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 the Pixel Slate, that was a phenomenal fail. It was like overly pricey, and just every component that you would need to buy to have the full experience of it was pricey. And people looked at Google and thought, you know, who do you guys think you are, Apple? you know, And that's always the problem when Google tries to release hardware uh, products and they're, and they're priced extremely high. You know, people will look at them and, and compare them to Apple because Apple, people validate Apple in, in pricing things at an extremely high price. Uh, but Apple has earned, in a way, the right to that reputation. Uh, Google has not yet. Uh, maybe an announcement on fuchsia so i don't think they're going to announce fuchsia because uh i still feel that fuchsia is in beta however because this is a developer conference there there will be some sort of presentation or talks about fuchsia so like we'll have like the main keynote live stream where they're gonna like talk about everything that google is doing steps forward advancements in ai advancements in you know new features coming to the pixel devices and you know the pixel 5a the pixel bud day like we're gonna we're gonna get those obviously in like what they call the you know the main vein keynote but then there's gonna be side live streams throughout the event so if you haven't downloaded the um the google io app i don't know if they've updated it but there's always a google io app which has like a calendar um uh, that tells you what time other side keynotes or um you know uh, presentations will be, and Fuchsia could be on the agenda. Smaller keynote where they're just going to talk a little bit more about Fuchsia and, and what advancements have gone on, and so you can expect that everything that has to do with Google will be talked about at IELTS. i mean, as far as the, the software side of things, you know, so so even like the advancement in in Google Nest and uh, and, and what they intend to do with that. Um, I know people are hoping that that there's gonna be like some what what i call the side buster and the side buster is that they talk about something or show something that nobody got a leaked of and absolute shocker and to me if they were to have a side buster i feel like the one that would kind of be interesting to people would be the pixel watch um yo steve what's up man i would i would call that the side buster if they were to have one uh but of course this is google and google tends to you know they tend to trip over their own feet so chances of a a pixel watch being unveiled at io 2021 i doubt it um but i will say that the 5a the pixel buds a and possibly you know some talks of the pixel 6 but nothing too uh nothing too in depth of it because they'll save that for the made by google event in october but we should definitely hear a lot about the GS one hundred and one chip, which is the uh, uh, which is Google chip that is going to be in the Pixel six. That I will say is for sure to be talked about in the main keynote. We should be expecting that because uh, that is heavy news for Google, as we only caught wind of them wanting to do this when Sundar Pichai basically gave that little hint. Um, about um, Google wanting to invest more in hardware and it keeps launching my my Google Assistant here on the Pixelbook. Absolutely annoying when it does that. Um, So hopefully we will get some sort of information on the GS101. Me personally, what I want to know about the GS101 is what modem is it going to use to connect to 5G. That is also, you know, like like a main thing that I think that people need to hear about Um, because they're not going Qualcomm... So that is something that um, that is uh, crazy. LG dumped us. Yes, but they did say that they're going to do three years of software support. So the LG Velvet, the, the, the LG Wing, those uh, will continue to get security software patches for the next three years. As far as like Major, I doubt they would they would bring any of those devices up to Android 12. They may just as a last gift to LG users, but definitely it's not going to Android 13. Now That much I do know about. Uh, I, I, will, I will bet money on that. But yeah, the GS101 chip is going to be very interesting to hear about. And um, also the advancements in AI. You know, I, I'm i very... Uh, I like to hear about it. I like to know, like, you know, just how much smarter has the AI I've gotten and how is that going to impact things that we already have on our Google Pixel phones? Like, you know, the hold for me is a new feature that came out, you know, last year that people are enjoying using. But also, um, you know, Project Duplex, which is where the assistant can speak on your behalf and create appointments for you. So you can just tell your assistant, like, book me a haircut at Supercuts at 3:30 PM, and the assistant will call the supercuts. And schedule that for you in real time, and just how much more human the mannerisms are. Sounds scary to 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 think about that, but then at the same time too, it's also actually pretty helpful. And um, you know, you know, like people, like some people have asked me with 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 duplicates being near human, like being able to express express feeling through mannerisms such as a deep you know exhale or. You know, a slight hum or whatever to kind of keep it like a human-to-human interaction, even though it's an AI-to-human interaction. And people are like, "Well, that's kind of scary. Why don't they just let let people know that it's kind of like a robot they're talking to by allowing the robotic mannerisms to be in there?" And I've told people, if I ran a business and I knew that I was speaking to a a an AI computer, uh, I'm not going to treat that thing as if I'm uh, like I would treat an actual human on the phone. So I would even say things on the call like this dumb robotic is just, like trying to book at three thirty and can't understand that I'm busy at three thirty. You know, like that. That's the whole point behind it. So like if you want to schedule like you know a romantic dinner, it can do that for you, and you want it to to have the best interaction, so you're getting, you know the the best results out of it. Uh, that's the reason why. So um, last I remember, I believe I could be wrong more than likely I am wrong because I haven't looked into it in a while but um, the last that I remember the AI advancement was at 91% for, uh, for near human uh, interactions and stuff like that Like, so that's kind of crazy so you're helping Google get more your voice and their security is not the best if it was uh, YouTube and Gmail accounts wouldn't get hacked weekly Yeah, I know that's probably one of the biggest things and like I've said it so many times before because like you know one of the things I did read about today was there was uh, like there was an app that was found on the Google Play Store that, that Google removed because of security issues and they are sending out a memo to people to uninstall this app if you actually uninstalled it and uh, it has the ability. If you install this app and you set the permissions, it has the ability to hijack your phone. What it does is is it it um, activates screen share without you knowing, and then it watches what you do. So, like when you log in to stuff or whatever. Um, and, and here's the thing, you know, like like the people get pissy about it, but it there is a root cause to these vulnerabilities in Android, and. This pisses people off when I say it, but it's the damn truth about it. The root cause to these security issues in Android is by the user themselves. When you download an app, third party, when you download that, you don't know what malware is attached to it. You're installing it on your phone. You're setting permissions. You're giving it access to your phone, just like the the one that completely hijacks your phone that I talked about recently. That one... um, People try to get software updates. Like earlier, I was talking to Gene. I was explaining to Gene, you know, with Android 12, you know, on the rise, if your device did not get updated to Android 11, you're not getting Android 12. But there's people who are like, I want Android 11. Why isn't my phone getting Android 11? They don't understand the concept that the OEM has to push that update out. That is pretty much up to the OEM if they're going to do it. Like Google makes Android 11. The source codes are accessible. Even you can go and access the source code and build your own version of android 11 you know a custom rom so um but there's people who are like i want android 11 they don't know how to build a custom rom they don't know how to do any of those things you know they just want the update so if they see on um on the website that you know this app is called system update and it will update your phone to the latest version of android they're more than likely to Side load that app onto their phone thinking they're going to get Android 11. And that's that's how the, the latest hack actually happened and why a lot of people were affected by it because it was it masked itself as a system update. And then when you installed it, it would give you a notification that says there's a system update waiting for you. So you're thinking, oh, finally, I'm going to get Android 11. And you click the notification, it's going to open and it's going to request permissions. Once you set those permissions, you're totally effed. You're totally effed, you're dogged from behind, no Vaseline, no reach around, not even a kiss goodnight. You're screwed. And all your apps and everything have now been compromised. And it's that. But again, like I said, it goes back down to the actual user. iOS could be very vulnerable in the same fashion. And it's actually the only way iOS is vulnerable in the same fashion is if you, the user, Jailbreak your phone. If you jailbreak your phone and you start sideloading apps onto your phone that can have malicious malware attached to it, it's going to corrupt your iPhone. So, again, from both sides, it all boils down to the user. However, this one, Google is at fault 50% of it. So, 50% of it is the user, 50% of it is Google. And the reason why I say it's Google's fault is because this app was actually in the Play Store. Where Google is supposed to keep it tight, tight-lipped and secure, and they this to be in the Play Store is unacceptable. So Google at fault for that. The app that I'm talking about that's in question is an app that's supposed to give you free Netflix for two months, and that's what the description says of it. It's called Flick Something, but it claims to give you Netflix for two months for free, all access to netflix and people will install this and they will think they're going to get netflix for two months and what actually is happening is that the uh the malware that's in it is a hijacker so all your info and stuff like that is already now being compromised camera microphone can be activated and turned on and again so like i tell people good rule of thumb okay stop trying to cheat the system stop trying to get everything for free because i tell people sometimes free comes with a d up their end right not everything can be free sometimes you're gonna have to pay money and it's 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 one of it's one of the 100 rules of life and i want to call it rule 53 you gotta pay to play and that's just the reality of things but everyone tries to cheat the system 76% 76% of malware installed on Android devices comes from cracked modded APK games. So, I want to cheat in Candy Crush. And let me download this cracked modded version. It's got malware. You know, I want to cheat in, uh, in, a, in Drag Race. Let me go ahead and get the cracked version of it that gives me unlimited money. It has malware. But people try. They try to do this, and then they end up getting screwed. So... So I said, vulnerability on Android its highly because of the user. Um, Gmail accounts, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to downplay that because that's a very serious issue. Uh, and I got to do my research on that. So it's actually got me really interested in actually talking about that. And I got to do my research on that because I got to know our uh, are any of these accounts having uh, any type of like two-factor authentication, you know, involved? If they're able to bypass that, um, and then also look at what steps and measures is Google doing to try to rectify that situation, because that's a major thing. Your Google account is your your access to all things Google, and if that gets hijacked, then you lose everything. You know, not just access to your email, but you know, all your your history in Chrome, all you know, your connection with YouTube, everything. It's a done deal so i'm gonna look into that probably live stream talk about that next week but anyways guys i am gonna hop off i hit the one hour mark i want to thank everybody that came in and hung out and listened to my little spiel about io 2021 let me know if you're going to attend and watch io 2021 if you're watching the replay crew um let's see hashtag replay crew i guess and <laughs> Smash the like button because it really helps circulate this. And by the way, in the very beginning of the live stream, there's 17 seconds of what you guys see. What my background is, and um, it's actually the puzzle that came with the announcement of IO 2021. And it's a, um, it is a, a a riddle. Actually, it's more of a riddle than anything. But hold on. And so um, I was able to to crack the riddle. And answer it. The answer to to the riddle, uh, to the quote, is from Sophia Germain. If nobody knew that, so kind of a spoiler alert. <laughs> but um, hang on. Let me see if I have it in my history here. Do, 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 do. Okay, so the the quote goes. It matters little who first arrives at an idea; rather, what is significant is how far that idea can go. And that was actually a quote from Sophie Germain. So, in case you guys want to answer that on Twitter, or to Google, or whatever, that is the answer: Sophie Germain, uh, who said that. And, and 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 a very inspiring quote, might I add. Um, I like that. You know, what I mean, because it doesn't matter who came up with the idea first in life to anything. What matters is how far that idea can go. Now, how does what does this have to do with IO 2021? That's the real puzzle. I don't know why they would go to this quote to emphasize something about IO 2021. Or is there something else by Sophie Germain that's actually prevalent to IO 2021? I don't know, but we shall see when IO 2021 comes up. So we're on the road to Google IO 2021. If there's more updates to the event, more things to be discussed, I will go live and talk about it. So keep it locked here. And uh, again, thank you for everyone for coming in. Thank you for the channel members you guys get. uh, Tomorrow there will be a members only live stream for uh, on on the channel for members only. So if you're not a member, you want to join, go ahead. It's down below. How How to become a member is right down below. Just click, you know, join as a member. There's different tiers. You can pick any one of them. The live stream is not specific to just one tier. All tiers will have access to the live stream. So you can go with the 99 cent one or you can go with the highest one up to you. It's up to you, at your discretion. Um, If you're watching this, you have not subscribed to my channel, then if you did click the subscribe button, thank you so much for doing doing that. I really appreciate it. But hit the bell icon to be notified when I do upload. Uh, videos and going back to uploading videos and these live podcasts so you can also check out the podcast audio versions on Anchor or any of your favorite podcast sources, link in the description so yeah that is it for right now guys, thanks for hanging out with me really appreciate you guys, be cool be safe, love you guys very much be cool to each other keep it 100, love you guys very much again and I'll see you guys tomorrow